0: Welcome to All the Extra Points with Max and AP. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you like the segment. Give us a like, share, and follow. Hello and welcome to All the Extra Points Podcast, Episode 5 with Max and AP. We're going to give a little rundown on the newest news in NFL free agency and a little rundown on all the normal big sports going on around the world and... Have some fun. Max, how
1: we doing? Oh, we're doing good. Doing good. Um, like AP said, we're gonna talk about the NFL. I think I think we've pretty much figured out let's kinda dominate most of our podcasts until baseball really gets going. Obviously a couple couple weeks away from championship week in the NCAA and the NBA continues to roll right along and we decided since, unfortunately, we didn't get any comments from listeners this week, but that's okay. Uh, We are going to do the Mount Rushmore of available quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: Including Matt Stafford. We're going to throw him in there. Uh, Basically, any trade-worthy guys or anyone on the trading block or free agency, we're going to cover those. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. I'll go ahead and dive into my podcast pour of the week. And this week, we're going with a little bit of a – a unicorn that most people call it. It's called Colonel E. H. Taylor's Small Batch, or small Small Batch Bottled and Bond, coming in at a hot one hundred proof. Bottled and Bond means it's aged for at least four years and has a little more to it, but I'll let you guys figure that out. It's a great bottle. Um, pretty much a daily drinker over here, so it's a good one. And yeah, we're gonna have some fun this week. 100,
1: and one hundred proof. Are you gonna make it to the end of the podcast?
0: Dude, you get into bourbon, you realize if it's not a hundred proof, it's probably not that good of a drinker. I drink an eighty proof Crown Royal Extra Rare the other day, and it tastes like water. It's almost becoming a problem, but Jesus. we won't we won't go into that until we talk to our therapist. You know, got to make sure she's she knows, but or he, you never know. Can't disclose that information, but yeah, no, we're gonna have a fun one, Max. What we got first?
1: So first off, I'm gonna give a quick shout out. To a buddy of mine that has listened to, I think every episode of the podcast so far. Buddy of mine from high school, Joe Hernandez. Shout out to Joe. So, Aaron, tell him thank you for listening Joe, to the podcast.
0: Thank you, man. We appreciate it. We love it. And please comment and give us some good stuff to talk about, so we're not boring everybody. If you guys find something that you like, let us know.
1: Yep, absolutely. All
0: right.
1: So, I told Aaron I had a little surprise for him coming right out the gate. So, one thing he really wanted to mention. Was the Russell Wilson Wilson's sudden comments last week? Well, because I'm so good at transitions, I mentioned it last week, but you glossed over it. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I feel I like I, I, feel like I felt like I was Mike Golick and you were Greenberg, and just kind of sitting there talking and you know ignore me, but it's fine.
0: Well, I mean, whenever Russ Wilson's brought up, you just think he's the most, one of the most secure quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, he kind of reminds me of A-Rod over there. You know, they had a, a good year mm-hmm. early on, and now they're just kind of coasting with that, you know, prestigious Super Bowl ring as like a, hey, well, at least we won one kind of mentality. But something we can dive into probably a little bit deeper. I don't think there's much to talk about there. I think he's going to be there no matter what. But um, we'll get your take on that also. So here's my thing with him. You don't –
1: first off, he went on the best radio show in America, the Dan Patrick Trail with the Danettes.
0: Oh, Pat Maxey, but And he
1: knew he had a huge platform, right? hmm And Dan said – he just called and said, hey, sorry I couldn't talk last week. Want to talk this week? Of course, he's going to say, sure, it's Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. And then – It's not like Dan even had to poke and prod and get him to say some of the stuff that he said. He just kind of said it, and I think it kind of caught Seattle off guard. Like, well, we know you're upset, and we didn't really consult with you a whole lot about the new offensive coordinator hire, but why are you out there saying stuff? I mean, so what's your opinion? And this will be a good way to talk about all the quarterbacks that are talking What's your opinion on quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, not all
0: quarterbacks, having a say in what the organization does as a whole? Well, I think you have to, first off, you have to have that respect. You can't just be mm-hmm. like, you know, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield going out there and getting those calls. I think you have to be a guy like Russ Wilson who, you know, no matter what you build a team around now, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, these players are are the ones that are going to go first, which I think is not true. I think you're going to see a lot of head coaches go first when it comes to this kind of stuff. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't love him going out on a podcast and saying that. Um, I don't – but it's Russ. I think it was surprising from him because he's not usually that vocal. But at the end of the day, he's not wrong. I mean, he – you know, you, you watch the Super Bowl. You watch Patrick Mahomes go out there and run around like a crazy person and throw the football. That was every Seattle game. And once, what were they, the first eight games of the season, he was basically on record or on on pace to set every record. And then all of a sudden you turn around and he's not doing much. He's not having a, he's not having a good time. You know, he's getting blown up or he's having to throw costly interceptions because he's running around just trying to make a play. So I think, you know, he, I don't think he's wrong. I don't love when they go out and talk about their organizations like that, but maybe they weren't listening. And maybe he decided, hey, I'm going to put this on blast. So maybe it comes back to them like, hey, you need to get your shit together because, you know, I'm a top two, top three quarterback in the NFL right now. And if you want me to stay here, you need to make some changes. So mm-hmm. I don't hate it. What about <clears throat> you? I think
1: you I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I think, it, I think it depends on the quarterback. And to me, Russell Wilson's been there long enough to have something I don't think they should decide to hire. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I think they need to have a say in what goes on. I mean, Mm -hmm. Um, you have to – I mean, he's been sacked. I was trying to find it 394 times since he came in the league. That's insane. That's a lot.
0: I I mean, I have more respect for him saying it than I do Deshaun Watson. Um, And I say that because, you know, Russ is – kinda in the middle of his contract. He he knows this and he's also a little older. He has a lot going on. Now, when the Texans traded DeAndre and decided basically they're gonna start kind of fresh in a way, but have Deshaun around as his quarterback, I mean, you gotta at some point just realize you're the guy. You are who they're gonna focus on no matter what. And they're gonna try to build around you. So I mean, Russ is a little bit different because he's, he, he's in win-now mode no matter what. Like, Deshaun needs to realize, like, they may not be in win tomorrow, win next year, but they're going to get there. That was their plan. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Trading DeAndre Hopkins, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my mm-hmm. life. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to – if you just signed a big contract, you have to, <clears> to <throat> be there for the organization. You can't just say, well, we had one bad year, I'm out. And that's how I look at Deshaun Watson in that aspect. And, I mean, who knows if a deal even gets done because the asking price is going to be so high after Stafford. So, um, I mean, they're saying Carson Wentz – or they want that same kind of deal with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. Like, you're looking at completely different quarterback, you know, you know scales right there when you talk about Deshaun. So, but back to Russ, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he has the right to do it. But at the end of the day, I mean, I bet you Sierra just wanted to go to L.A. or something. So, she's like, Let, let's try to get these guys to get us to a nice fancy place instead of playing in Seattle. <laughs> Right. Well, and you you
1: know you always had that him wanting to maybe dabble in playing two sports, playing baseball and football. But I think, I think Dion was able to do it because he was a cornerback. Yeah. And, and back then, cornerbacks, hey, you're gonna cover that guy, or it was Dion Sanders. Say hey, Dion, you're gonna cover the best player on their team. Okay. He did. Yeah. He didn't need the practice. It's different. He's a freak athlete.
0: Yeah.
1: I think being a quarterback and trying to be a pitcher that would be extremely hard to do
0: well not just that you also have to think of you know the difference in today's game versus back then like players Mm -hmm. definitely have more say in what goes on now but they also have a lot more rules i mean some of these guys aren't even allowed to play basketball remember having to aaron boone back when he was a yankee you know he broke his leg or ankle playing basketball i mean these guys you know you got to choose one kyler murray same thing he could have went pro in baseball and take a big chance and he's not playing baseball. So, I mean you got to choose one and that I mean it, it sucks when you're that good at two sports, but I mean, you know, we're talking about two sports real quick. Tim Tebow just retired from baseball, but I mean, let's face it he wasn't going to make a career for himself there, but I mean, after your time is up, if you're still young enough, yeah, go give it a try or go give it a shot, but you owe your organization when you're getting paid as much money as these guys are getting paid. I mean, they're they're putting 30, 40 million into you a year. Like, you can't just go out there and say, I'm going to play another sport in the offseason. That's your time to rest and get better. I mean, back, you know, know, Max, back when we were in high school, yeah, you can go play sport after sport after sport. You're young. You don't have much going on in between. You know, you want to stay in shape. But, you know, when you're getting a little older and you're entering your 30s, you can't do that. Right. And
1: so the one big comment that Russ said that
0: bothered me the most
1: is he was – Basically talking shit about his offensive line. That's the one thing you never do as a quarterback. So, to put it in perspective for Russell Wilson, the most he got sacked in a season was 51 times in 2018. You go back and compare that to the person that I believe got brought up on every podcast now, David Carr. 2002 Houston Texans got sacked 76 times. My gosh. So, just... A little perspective for Russ. I realize he's got sacked a lot throughout his career, but per season, I don't know. I think you have to look at it that way.
0: I mean, you also look at Andrew Luck. I mean, he they never built a team around him. Yeah, he ended up retiring. I guess that's not the best person to look at because he got hurt. But – I mean, he put his head down and tried. I mean, he he was just a he, and he also say, made that was
1: self inflicted a little bit, sometimes. right?
0: Right, and he also made it happen though. Like he got them to the playoffs, he got them to the big games. Yeah. So just a note for Deshaun on that. I mean, you know, since he's listening to this podcast, um, you know, you got you got to you got to go out there and get it done. And uh, I'm not saying he's overrated because they weren't winning. Because I mean, he's obviously a damn good quarterback and deserves to win. But sometimes you can I mean, he's not even what is he? Like twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Like yeah, twenty seven. You have plenty of time left. Like it's just you can't just give up on an organization. I mean, can you? Ugh, I don't know. I just I I think you have to stick with it a little bit longer than he did. But
1: the uh, the non millennial in both of us tells you you sign a contract you stick to the contract right
0: yeah yeah so and, and I'm not some of
1: that I get it
0: right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not making going out there and making all this money like they are. But um, I mean, I don't know. I feel. I mean, look at look at Houston as as an entire city. DeAndre Hopkins gone. James Harden gone. George Springer gone. Russell Westbrook gone. J.J. Watt gone. Can you imagine losing Deshaun Watson too? Crazy. I mean, yeah. the, that's just off the top of my head, like the big ones. So
1: it would be like if a city lost a football team. Oh wait, <sighs> Houston.
0: Houston did that once too. Exactly. I mean, they've lost a lot of key players. So, uh, I mean, at some point, you know, you have to – as a, or as, an, as the organizations, you have to fault yourself a little bit because you're understanding you're making mistakes. And But I thought Bill O'Brien was the first step in, in them realizing that. Like, hey, get him out of here. Let's start fresh. But And I just think it's selfish for Deshaun to go out there and say, you know what, I'm not going to give this new guy a chance. Because I if you don't remember, when A-Rod – when Matt LaFleur came in, Arod wasn't a big fan of that, you know? So he... Yeah, but
1: but supposedly the problem with Houston is um Cal McNair's number two. His name's I can't remember his name at the moment, but supposedly that that's the big issue. Supposedly he's the puppet master, and the reason nothing has gone the way it should have, or most people think it should have for the Texans this offseason.
0: Right, right. Um
1: yeah. but since we brought up David Carr, we could talk about his brother real quick, Derek. Mm -hmm. So the rumor there, which you were in complete shock that the Raiders wanted to trade him last week. (sighs) The thing that is getting some legs here is the Raiders want to be able to get a first round draft pick for Derek Carr and maybe a fourth. And they want to turn that First round draft pick and fourth round draft pick into three ones and two twos for Deshaun Watson. I think that's too much, but that's the rumor.
0: I mean, it's smart. I get it, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I read. I read an article about this whole Derek Carr thing, and it was the f- here like three quarterbacks that are better or available quarterbacks that are better than Derek Carr. And this article was a joke to me because the first one on it was Mac Jones from Alabama. Like, <laughs> come on. Hadn't been in the NFL yet. That's yeah. Crazy. And the second one was, uh, was Russell Wilson, who, come on, he's not available. And I don't even think the third one was. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, it was Dak. Like, these guys are not truly available. So you're telling me that those are your three guys I mean, Dak's,
1: Dak's technically
0: available. I mean, yeah, and I mean, but I'm not saying he isn't better than Derek Carr, but, I mean, he's not. They're going to franchise tag him again because they're not going to make a deal. and They want him to play even longer under that. I mean,
1: Schefter so reported today that they are extremely close, and the on, only holdup right now is the years, year number of the contract. Dak wants four, Cowboys want five.
0: Well, I mean, can you imagine getting franchise tag? Like, just like Kirk Cousins, like, you get franchise tagged, what do you make, like, $38 million last year as a franchise tag? All guaranteed.
1: Yeah, sounds like, crazy. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but...
0: It's not even funny, man. Like, that's that's insane money. So, but I get why they want to have longer contracts, because $38 million compared to, you know, $200 million is a big difference. Um and I'm, I'm also anxious to watch how these contracts unfold after, you know, the Kirk has guarantee and all these other guarantees. What's going to be the number that you have to have guaranteed? Like straight up, no matter what, whatever happens, as long as you don't retire because you suddenly hate football, what's the amount so, of money you're going to make? Like that's so going to be big. Watson got
1: what, 110 guaranteed? Yeah, 110. Mm-hmm. Or 120? Something and, like I that. Mean, that's, that's nuts. That's insane. And remember, it was just three years ago. Kirk Cousins got seventy six million guaranteed, and they everyone thought the Vikings were crazy. Turns okay, out and that, that was, wasn't
0: even that big of a deal. Yeah, that was his entire contract too. Yeah. Um. And then, um, who else? Uh, the other big contract that happened. Oh, uh, Carson Wentz. He had one hundred and seven million guaranteed out of his one hundred and twenty eight million. So I mean, it's basically like damn near the entire contract that you have to have guaranteed if you want to make it even close to offering a guy a big contract. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, but um. Uh, it's going to continue. So, and the other, you know, there's a lot of other positions that that could start to fall into as well. But quarterbacks are the big one that we see this falling with, especially the amount of money. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, we could talk about a lot of other quarterbacks too. I mean, there's a lot of different guys, which we can also touch about in our Mount Rushmore too. Yeah. The real quick, big, big Ben note, since it's in,
1: in division, the Steelers GM today pretty much said the same kind of statement that, the Rams GM gave gave about Jared Goff. He basically said, "Big Ben is our quarterback today." So if if the Steelers release Big Ben, it's a twenty one million dollar cap hit. If they just let him come back because he's under contract, it's a forty two
0: million dollar cap hit. And I think so, that I don't think they'll make that call.
1: Supposedly, I mean, supposedly they're leaning the the way of releasing him.
0: Well, I mean, here is the thing: Do you like? I don't know when they have to do it by. That's something I haven't looked up. But I mean, because if they like someone in the draft and and that guy is there, they could release him after the draft. Easy, because that rookie right. contract comes in. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's essentially a wash, but I mean, you're going to pay him twenty million and then pay a rookie coming in five or six per year. I think would probably maybe even a little more than that. Um, yeah, uh, depending on where, on where. Yeah, again, they they probably pick in the twenties, so that's not as horrible as picking in the first ten. So. I mean, and you got to think there's going to be a quarterback there. It just depends on if they want one. Now, are they also going to make a leap for, like, Deshaun? Like, I don't know. Um, it just depends on where Houston – where he's going to agree to be sent and where Houston wants to send him because it's not going to be – I mean, I would, I would find it hard to believe they're going to send it to the AFC. So, um, but I mean, that's just that's just me.
1: Yep. So, briefly every week we're going to try to talk about are two NFL teams, Bengals and the Browns. And so, Aaron, I'm sure you saw the news today from Mary Kay Cabot at the Cleveland Plain Dealer that J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt, and the Browns have mutual interest. How do you feel about that?
0: Well, I – And it's funny because I've listened to all these different podcasts. I've listened so I one one thing that I listen to a lot around here is ninety seven one the fan uh, and it's uh, James Laurenidas' segment, and he's he's just excellent. Like I love him coming into every segment, and he's he always just nails it. And also he's an ex NFL player, he gets it. So for me, uh, all right. So you got you got you got a good all. You already have a good offense or defensive front. Um, You have a pretty weak linebacking core, and you have a. It's weak right now, secondary. But I, you have to take into account Grant Delpit was out with the torn Achilles. Ronnie Harrison looks pretty good when he's out there. Denzel Ward looks good. Greedy Williams, who if he ever plays again, you know, looked good when he was out there. So, I mean, we have a decent few guys. But for me, and this is how I see it, like I would rather go out and spend money in free agency on. You know, guys like Richard Sherman or Patrick Peterson, some veteran secondary guys who can also boost up your defense out there, but also bring their knowledge. And and because they know the game a little better. And I feel like if you go out there and you try to draft a rookie corner again, you're throwing out some young guys on your defensive secondary, which, you know, they get burned a couple times. Like you look at Okuda, he sucked this year. I mean, they ha- you you start out bad a couple times. And your, your momentum is gone and you start to think, am I even supposed to be here? Now you get these guys on the defensive ends and the defensive tackles and the linebackers, you know, it's a little different because especially the linemen go out there and hit somebody, go out and, and make a big play, like make something happen. I would rather see them spend money on a secondary or even the linebackers, but JJ Watt isn't even the best player in that, you know, position rank. That's a free agent. And is. He's played in half his games in four straight seasons. I mean, in total four seasons yep. he's played 48 games. He played all 16 last year. Cool. What did he do? 5 sacks, not a big impact. You saw that Texas defense, they're a joke. So, I have a hard time thinking that JJ Watt coming in. Now he would be a, a, away from Miles Garrett. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him coming in at a at a, a pretty decent team-friendly deal to win which I mean, God, he's already made ninety ninety to one hundred million in the NFL alone, plus his right. endorsements. Like, I don't That's think so money is the thing. Yeah. So I know. So I don't Reebok. know. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know where he will go. If he comes to Cleveland for a team friendly deal, I'll be okay with it. I don't want them spending a bunch of money on him because I think they need other positions way more. But I mean, I also think J.J. Watt. You know, he. I think he narrowed it down to a few teams, including the Steelers and Green Bay. Green Bay is hopeful, obviously, for him, probably, because it's Green Bay. They're you know Aaron Rodgers, and they, they still have a good team it's from there. But they're $20 million over the cap. So he would have to go there for basically the veteran minimum. But again, does money matter? He wants to win. So I think he's going to go where he truly thinks he has the best chance to win. And if that's the case, why the hell are you thinking about coming to the AFC? You're going to have to go through Patrick Mahomes. I know what you're gonna say, Max. Tom Brady you've got to go through him. Tommy's in the NFC now, right? I get that, but wait. I want to see how everything falls with that with that team, and another year on Tom Brady. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still going to come back stronger, and that that team is going to come back stronger. So, I think if you're going to go somewhere, you better go to the NFC. If you want to get to the Super Bowl, you need to be in the NFC because there's just less competition over there than there's the AFC. But. If you look at the AFC.
1: All right, so, so let's look at the playoff teams: Chiefs, Bills, Browns, Ravens, Steelers. Did you miss anybody? Is that right?
0: Uh, Titans. Titans. Okay. Colts. Titans. Yep. Colts. Colts you Colts hated, you apparently headed have... the whole division.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> uh... Colts don't have a quarterback currently. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is a free agent. Titans, who knows what's going on with them. They – I felt like they squeaked in the playoffs and it was oh. kind of like, oh, Titans made the playoffs. Yeah, but they still looked good the whole year. I think they'll be there again. But, yeah, you, you got Derrick Henry. Here, run the ball. Okay. Um,
0: Browns, they're on the upswing. <clears throat> yeah, but you could say this. you could say the same thing about – about the NFC. I mean, and also, well, I'm don't. i I'm sure you have more to say there, but I just want to tell you, you got to think of the teams that didn't make it in the AFC. You had the dolphin. They were either 11 and five or 10 and six. I mean, you had a lot of teams sitting right there. And then you look at the NFC. I mean, like that whole division, I know it might've been different with Dak. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys looked a little better, but I mean, you look at all the standings over there and it's just, it just feels different to me. I mean, you look, you can name off, several teams over in the AFC because you also got to think of the division, of the AFC West, the Chargers looking better, the Raiders looking better, the NFC. I mean, other than the Packers, Saints-ish, depending on how Breeze is, the Buccaneers and the Seahawks. You mean, you mean how Jameis Winston is? Yeah, that's right, baby. Jameis. No, nah, man, take some hell. But you got to look at, I mean, and maybe the Vikings, if they get their shit together. I don't think there's any other competition over there. There's just less competition in the NFC than there's in the AFC. I know Tom Brady. I know he's over there, but I can't imagine. Him but gonna do but
1: that if again. you're if you're gonna do it the whole tiered tiered teams way, I mean you're right. NFC's got Packers, Bucks. It's kind of a crap show after that, right? Sort of.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you got yeah, uh, Seahawks. If they, you know, can satisfy the needs of Mr. Russ Wilson, danger Russ Wilson.
1: Rams now have a quarterback. Debatable.
0: I like but, Stafford, but debatable. So,
1: so real quick, just to touch on the Bucks. If, since you are talking about NFC, AFC, they they got some guys that they got to get re-signed if they truly want to try to
0: repeat. Um, yes, that's the thing, man. They just won. Why would guys go back there for for team friendly deals? Well, Gronk's going to. Oh A- yeah, AB should. So there's two Godwin. Dude. Godwin, I don't think they're getting Godwin back. I no, think Godwin's gone. Yeah, I think he's going to get offered a buttload of money. Then, and Fournette's going to be gone probably because Rojo's going to – But that's, that's not a big hit. I know he had a great postseason, but running backs, I mean, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, yep. I mean, they are. I mean, you got Rojo and you can bring in – I mean, you can bring in you a couple draft guys a guy like in the fourth round. Shit, I mean, you could do what they did last year and find a guy who just got released who shouldn't have got released. There, Adrian so,
1: Peterson expressed interest. I mean, he could give him 10 carries a game.
0: I mean, he's, he did that for he looked damn good when he played, man. He did, he was a touchdown machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I mean, then,
1: but defensively, can... you got Shaq Barrett, you got Levante David, you got Indominic Sue. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are three important pieces of their defense.
0: Yeah, I got to think Sue's probably gone because he's going to go ring chasing again. Um, but he went
1: team. he went back to back years with them, two team friendly deals. Now, Twenty twenty was incentive laden, and he got all of them.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. And he might also like that 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 nice Florida weather because he was with Miami. And no, I mean, and what
1: else is a good thing about Florida? What? I mean, they just won a Super Bowl, and their defensive coordinator is coming back. Yeah, their offensive true. coordinator is coming back. Their head coach is coming back. Their GM is the same. I mean, yeah. you're an older player. Y- you, you know what you're going to get. Hey, uh, can I get $9 million again with like $5 million in incentives? Sure, let's do it. I mean.
0: Yeah, no, I know. And that might happen. And Dominican and can do that too. But I don't know. Like, and I look at, you know, after you win a Super Bowl and you're that old and you've already got a ton of money and you're a free agent, like, who do you want to play for? That's the question for a guy like that. Who do you want to go to? Because mm-hmm. if you're going to do team-friendly deals, who was your favorite team growing up? Who did you watch? Go play for him for a year. That's that's kind of how I feel about J.J. Watt right now. Like, yeah. you know, he loved the Packers, yeah. so why wouldn't he go there if he wants to win a Super Bowl? Obviously, mm-hmm. they would have to make a lot of changes, and I mean, they they can't even come close to signing Aaron Jones because he's going to be worth a ton of money. Um, so that, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be I don't know. It's going to be weird to see what happens with that because, I, like I said, I like the idea of bringing J.J. Watt here for a smaller contract because I still want to go bigger in free agency. So it just depends on what they can do. Now, I also don't want to trade Odell Beckham for anything because there's nothing you can get for Odell Beckham that's going to be that – you're going to lose that trade 10 times out of 10 because you're not going to get a first-rounder. And there's no one even in the first round of this NFL draft that you can get that's going to compare to what Odell Beckham can give you, period, because it's, it's win-now mode. It's not winning. It, that that's the difference in the Browns. So unless I someone mean, comes in with a first round offer, which even if they do, I don't think it's. I just don't think that's worth it. Unless and I only, you
1: unless you get Jamar Chase, but you're not gonna get a top five draft pick for Odell Beckham.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna get a receiver. You know, you're not gonna go out there and do that. And that would be dumb because Odell already. You know, the biggest issue with Odell and Baker was they were trying to find a rhythm, and then they did, and then he got hurt. So. I think Odell coming back is going to be a monster thing, and people aren't talking about it. Thank God. Keep him out of the media because when mm-hmm. he gets in the media, that's when shit happens. But, nope. yeah, I'll be anxious to see, you know, what happens there. But um, but that's but what I you would you know, uh, another
1: receiver who's not going to take a team-friendly deal,
0: awesome. A.J. Green. I don't know. I, yeah.
1: I think – I don't know what he's going to do because he's an older receiver hasn't been healthy, did next to nothing last year, next to T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, Erickson, on Tate. I mean, we had other guys that played, and he was on the field, and he he just wasn't A.J. Green. I mean, you hurt your ankles and your feet that many times as a receiver in the NFL, and you're not going to be as explosive. I mean, there was – there's yeah. some spots,
0: but it was yeah. just. And hard when to... I watched him, I felt like he still had it in his head that he... he could do it. You know, like he and he would get mad at him. He would get mad at the team, and he showed a lot of frustration. But yeah, I, I mean, for him, he's as he said, he's still under contract, or is he free agent? No, he's
1: an unrestricted free agent.
0: Well, I mean, he's obviously not coming back to Cincy. now. I, he needs to go to a team where he can play with a quarterback that can can figure him out quickly that was his problem with Cincinnati because Burrow you look at what happened with Baker Burrow came out or Baker came out was just looking for whoever was open Burrow didn't care about going to one guy
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's what Dalton and AJ Green had for so long was they God, just they, they loved so each other I as
1: know. a as a Bengals fan that was so annoying what Andy Dalton's first look oh you're where, oh, where's AJ I'm just gonna force him in here it, well, you, it every time bad. AJ
0: got hurt, it was the season yeah. was over, and usually that shouldn't be the case. Like, okay, well, our receivers out, we can fill in. I mean, that was not the AJ Green went down, and the Bengals were. T- that was the end of the. Game. I
1: still say that he, Andy Dalton was a good quarterback. I still put all that on him. Not any offensive coordinator we had, not on Marvin Lewis. Oh, I agree. That it's was 100 on him. Andy he
0: looked Dalton. lost without him. Now, well, I mean, they didn't have a ton around him, but they didn't have like Muhammad Sanu was around him for a while. I mean, Tyler Boyd there. Marvin at the Jones. Marvin Jones. Uh,
1: Eifert when he was healthy.
0: All right. Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. What about you? What do you, What do you want your Bengals to go after this this off season? Because you know, obviously, the all right, get it out there, offensive line. We know that. Or do you want them to go draft offensive line
1: or both? I say, <clears throat> I say we. Well, first off, did you know Trent Williams is a free agent? Uh huh. Uh, I mean, I don't think he would ever come to Cincinnati, but, I mean, throw the kitchen sink at him. If he says no, then so be it. There's still rumors that Joe Tooney might want to come to Cincinnati. He's a free agent for the Patriots. But if you're Belichick,
0: I don't think he's going to let him get out the door. Well, you, um, you can't think negatively like that. Just who do you want to go after? Because you look at us, we got Jack Conklin, the best tackle on the market, and we were 7-8-1. and one. So, I mean, don't think badly about it. You guys have a franchise quarterback and that's a big thing. So, who but do you want? We have
1: Mike Brown as our owner. As I'm... long as he as long as he is alive, we are not winning a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, we're not. It, he won't spend money. Last year was the most money he spent in 20 years and guess what? We were still under the cap because he mm. won't spend money on anybody. Now, who would who would I prefer? Give me uh, Patrick Peterson and/or Richard Sherman. I, we have we have one cornerback. We have one safety. Our linebackers. We drafted three guys. Two of them played pretty well last year. What are we going to do with Geno Atkins? Is he going to come back? Does he want out? He's not a free agent. We traded away Dunlap. I think I think one of our top priorities has to be to re-sign Carl Lawson. When he has been healthy, he is he's a freak of nature. He's strong as hell. I think that has to be one of our top priorities is to re-sign him. And like you said, as a Bengals fan, say it till I turn blue in the face, put a damn offensive line on the field.
0: Yeah, I agree. And real quick, one I was just thinking about this when we were talking about your boys, I forgot the Browns signed Andrew Billings from from them. Last year, and then he opted out. So, I don't know if that makes him a free agent or if that makes his contract null for a year and then he's going to play again.
1: I don't I – I think they were still deciding for sure what that meant. And I think they have until league year starts on the 17th of March, 13th of yeah. March, to decide yeah. what that's going
0: to be. Right, because that would be a solid, a solid little pickup for them. I mean, that – you know, getting him back would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So – um yeah but no i agree with you i think i mean i i i look at so what we did and i look at what we did as kind of what you need to do we draft we went out and we, we signed the best free agent tackle or lineman we could yep. and then and we drafted tackle. a tackle yeah i mean and i think that's what you have to do now i hear a lot of whispers that you guys are gonna get tied in with like the fourth pick in the draft
1: yeah if we do that and,
0: um yeah yeah i mean i get the tight ends are, are you know you need them but go out and get one. I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff you, as a, as a GM, like that should, those should be your focus points. Now, second, you can also get a very good second tight end in the second round or if for you guys, you know, uh, obviously Panay Sewell is the big talk. I just saw a recent, a recent uh, mock draft. He wasn't even in the top 10. That's a joke. There's four or five quarterbacks ahead of him. So, I mean, I think you got to take him or you got to trade back get a couple more picks, add on to your first rounders in, in either this draft or next, and and go from there because you guys are a team where, you know, it's not the end of the world if you don't go to the playoffs next year. But you, you need to try to figure it out the next few years. So make yourself better this year. But the only way to do that, the best way to do that, even if your defense sucks in the beginning, solidify your offensive line and your defensive line. Mm-hmm. That is how you win football in the battle of the trenches Period. Because if you can't get to the quarterback or you can't protect your quarterback, it's over. You can't win. Period.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, one of the big guys I listened to with the mock drafts, Daniel Jeremiah, he still has us taking Panay Sewell. Thank God. But you're right. There were some ESPN guys that were talking about Kyle Pitts. Out of Florida, I'm just like, you no. Know. Well,
0: I don't, ESPN's a joke, anyways, so it doesn't even matter anymore because yeah. they're gonna find a way to talk about other things that aren't even sports related now. Because that's all they want to talk about. So, okay. I mean, at the end of the day, like you, you just you gotta hope to God that you guys put together a solid general management strategy around Joe Burrow because if not, he's toast. And I would hate to see that <laughs> because I mean, you saw what happened. He was out there. He'd get, I mean, and everyone was scared. Get him out. Get him out. Sit him. Sit him torn ACL so it was almost like yeah. Brown or Bengals fans talked it into existence like they, they almost they just knew it was going to happen at some point so for your guys's sake I hope you can build that team around them and because honestly for me I don't hate the Bengals I as a Browns fan I hate in order the Ravens Steelers like I want the Browns and the Bengals to be at the top of that division it's going to be hard with the Ravens but who knows about the Steelers and I mean, it would be a really, really, it's going to be a crazy division if you guys can get your shit together. And I think you can. Yeah. So, and, I mean, you're already, you, you had a great draft last year. You really did. So yeah. if you can keep moving on that, just draft well, but also go out and grab the guys that you need. And, and even if it's just role players that are going to fill in voids that, you know, you need that are just like quiet, but very, you know, you know, impactful players for you. That's going to, that's going to be the motive to success. And I think that could be a big factor.
1: Yeah, You know who's not a role player? Fernando Tatis Jr. I just of the Padres that. agreed to a 14-year, 14, 14 $340 million contract extension with the Padres. That's, that's 14 years. 14. But, okay, quick quick math in your head. 340 divided by 14 is what?
0: uh 22 23 20, 24, 24
1: 23. Million a year that's not that bad in baseball, no and the, well that's, that's what, what i was
0: gonna say like why didn't the indian you know, don't get me started i know that why didn't yeah, the indians offer that never
1: what i say every week everyone just turned back 30 seconds
0: frankie frankie that. but i will say frankie frankie's on a different level in front Frangie, Tati. you say what you want but that he i mean 400 million wasn't out of the ballpark for him but 14 years that contract is going to be a joke after eight there's no way no one makes it 17 years age 16 17 years in the pros like that so no. i mean that's a but it's also not a death sentence when it's only 24 so right it's really not i mean that's not so because i mean you look at like these other guys who signed these ridiculous deals albert Poolholes, by the end he was done but I mean, the way teams spend nowadays now, who knows what's going to happen to San Diego because they're not, they're not a small market, but they're not a huge market. So, but good for good for them for bringing him in and but they've getting spent, him a deal. spent
1: money two years in a row. They signed Manny last year. They signed some, uh-huh. signed some pitching. But they're in the same division as the Dodgers, so they're at the it's... point where they have to do something or else they're just going to be number two for until the Dodgers stop spending money, which I don't see that happening anytime soon.
0: No, it won't. And, I mean, that's – oh, man. That's going to be – that division in general, like, that might be – there's going to be a lot of games on TV, I feel like, for that division. I mean, seriously, that's going to be fun, no doubt. So, yeah. um,
1: Pitchers and catchers this week. First one today, right?
0: I know. I know. I mean, you got to look at that division. I mean, I guess – I mean, well, I guess not because it's the Giants and the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. But yeah. um, Dodgers and Padres is the, are, are the two big ones in that one. Um, I was actually thinking of the Braves division, where it's the Braves-Mets, Phillies, Nationals, um, and the Marlins, which, I mean, if they ever can figure their life away or out. but hey,
1: They were in the playoffs last year. What are <gasps> talking
0: about? Okay, let's calm down. Let's take a step back here. That was a 60-game season. Um oh, yeah, yeah. But um yeah, no. I mean that it's a, it that contract is I mean it's good for him obviously because he mm-hmm. just got a 14-year deal, but I mean if he would have waited another year or two and he would have continued to, you know, do what he was doing, that's 400 easy. Easy. Right. But I mean, I also don't know why. I mean, 14 years, that's a, that's right, wow.
1: but, but now his kids and his kids' kids are set
0: like. Yeah, and, and you got to think about you know, from that personal aspect, like as a team, you know coming into that like Fernando, we want to win, we want you here, but we want we want to give you three hundred forty million, but we want to make it over a long period of time, so we can also build a team around you yeah. and I mean he's obviously I mean he was a monster last year in those sixty games, so mm-hmm. um I mean hey, it's your time to shine man congratulations that's 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 insane, Wow, and I'll give my weekly Reds
1: update. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I was about to say radio it's, silence. It's bizarre. I mean, so we we hired hired the new GM, right? President of Baseball Operations, Dick Williams. Uh, retired, decided to move on. He'd been with the Reds for a long time. Now, they we bring in a guy. I don't know what's my deal with names tonight, but hey – we realized we signed all these free agents last off season, but hey, go ahead and cut that payroll for us, all right? Oh, wait, we have nowhere to cut the payroll because there's <laughs> no one to cut. Joey Bi is right. still making thirty million a year for another three years.
0: that's right, and no we can't get rid of him now, there's no way, yeah, that's tough. um I get what you're saying, man um but I... I'm actually I you know, it's funny you said that name and I was like, Oh, I forgot he was even still playing baseball. But um yeah, yeah I mean Joe, I mean Joey's Joey's such a legend, but I mean he at some point like you got you gotta get out, bro. But um I'll let so you gave your little Indians one or Reds one, I'll just real quick, there's not a lot to talk about with the Indians, but I did want to give a a quick shout out to Cody Allen, one of We're the best tired. Indian closers. If not, actually let's just go out and say it. The best, and yes, Jose Mesa, you're still a disgrace to the Indians after blowing that save in the World Series to lose the game. But uh, all-time leading save leader with 153, with his monster years over in 2015, 2016, the one, the ones that mattered most for us. Mm-hmm. Um, 3.14 total ERA, strikeout monster, probably the nastiest curveball when it comes to just a ball, just diving on you. Like, I'm not, I mean, just cutting and going. Like it was, it was so fun to watch him pitch Uh, his, his big year where he was, where he was an insane, he won rookie of the year too. I don't know if, uh, I don't think I mentioned that yet, but he had, he had one year, I think it was 2015 um, where his ERA was 1.82 and he was, he had 99 strikeouts and only 68 innings. So I mean that one. That was the year that we went to this, the World Series. So I mean he was he was insane. Loved Washington pitch. Sorry man, wish he could stay. But it's actually kind of surprising. He's only eight years into the league. Yeah, thirty two. Only thirty two. Yeah. Only thirty two years old. But I think uh, last year right before he so he played with the, he played with us and he went to the Angels and he only he played about twenty five games. I think twenty four games. I remember looking up the stats. And he just – he wasn't doing the same stuff anymore. And I don't know if there's injuries related or what because he really – the year before that, he was still pretty damn good for the Indians. So, just weird to see that drop-off make him shut down. But I guess after you make a little bit of money, you're just like, you know what, I want to try something else. So, good for him. See you later. And uh, thanks for being such a good part of our ball club. Well, since you were talking about your Cleveland – I don't know if they're still called the
1: Indians, the Cleveland baseball team, we're going to move over – I'm going to start my weekly NBA update with your Cleveland Cavaliers. What? So, so, the Drummond. Yep. Two two things. There was a Kevin Love signing at practice today for the first time since December 27th. Uh, And Andre Drummond is now doing the same thing I do for nine hours a day while I'm staring at computer screens sitting on the bench. And that is a internal decision and I don't know if you saw the Draymond Green quote but I mean I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he says probably because he's not on my favorite team but I agreed 150,000 percent with what he said the other day you have GM's coaches owners sitting guys that they want to trade because they don't want them to get hurt but you have guys that ask to be traded that want to sit and they're shunned by everyone and their brother because they don't want to get hurt because they want to get out of there. What's the difference there? Oh, yeah, I own your contract. That, that I mean, that's crap. I mean, yes, yeah. you signed the contract. goes back to that whole thing that I was talking about earlier, but there can't be a double standard there. If the, if the owner is going to – I mean, it's not like he's losing games because they have Jared Allen, but if you're going to sit a guy because you want to get rid of him, then someone should be talking crap about the owner there.
0: Yeah, and I don't like it. I mean, Drummond was a vital part of our team. He's he was doing really well, and it's it's been fun for him to be there. And he seems to really like it. And now, I mean, his contract's almost up, and I'm sure that they've had talks. Like, do you plan to come back? And I mean, that they all, I mean, they've also had their own their own thoughts on everything. Obviously, getting all these new guys coming in, mm-hmm. but. It sucks because Drummond's only 27. I mean, he's a younger guy. And what? He's a team player. Yeah, he's only 27 years old. Don't think he's been late for 10 years. I did, too. When I first saw it, I was shocked. But it sucks to see because he's such a good player. And, honestly, he was meshing really well with the guys. Yeah. But And and I, just, I don't understand it. But, uh, I mean, you know what? Uh, honestly, though, the NBA, the way everything's going right now in the Cavs, I mean, just – it is what it is. Like, I'm not even, I'm just not focused on them right now. I'm more focused on everything else going on. And I just, I, I want to see them win. I want to see them turn it around. But until again, I've said this before until Cleveland can get a super team there, it's not going to matter. So and they've lost, I mean, cause lost their last eight games. Yeah. So thanks for that fun fact, Max. Um, I'm the yeah. NBA Anything guy. Else? So, I mean,
1: I got to report, you know, what's going on. Um, yeah. A couple, I, couple other things. The, Brooklyn Nets' big three have now only played in five full games together as of now, even though Harding got traded there uh, nearly a month ago. Um, So, yes, they still only played in five full games together, but the media has already toted them the best big three of all time. They've played five games together, five. You're comparing that to Ray Allen, KG, Paul Pierce, LeBron, Chris, Chris Bosh, D Wade, uh, Steph Clay, LeBron,
0: Kyrie, and K Love,
1: uh, Steph Clay, and KD. Oh yeah, that was like uh, two years ago. I mean, come on, get out of here.
0: No, that's dumb. You got to be able to perform. Oh, you forgot to mention, you know, MJ, Scotty, and anyone else on that team. <laughs> I mean that that was basically a super team. I mean, you're also looking at. Carl Malone, uh, Jeff Hornacek, and John St- I mean, Bill Russ or Dave Russell, any of those guys, man. It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, no, I, that's dumb. I don't even want to talk about that stat. Yeah. Utah Jazz still killing it. They've um, won
1: 19 of their last 20 games. Did you know there have been six other NBA teams that have won 19 out of 20 games in a season and have not won the NBA title?
0: I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, teams going up. Most streets. recently, two years ago, or
1: last year, I get confused with the whole bubble thing. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Western Western Conference news. Since I just totally talked about the Eastern Conference, which no one talks about anymore because LeBron is in the West. Um, Anthony Davis gonna sit out two to three weeks with the calf strain, Achilles tendonitis so he came out and defended the lakers after the whole kevin durant debacle with the warriors and said it is not my achilles it is my calf and i've always had achilles tendonitis so he came out defended the training staff a little bit lakers have still won uh eight of their last 10 they're still in second place in the west uh but
0: they'll be fine we get yeah they'll be fine and we
1: get our first matchup mean- of lakers nets tomorrow night but without anthony davis and without kevin Durant.
0: yeah i'm not worried about them i mean i'd rather rather be now than later that's how i see it so yep. sit them out um, until the all-star break as i'm concerned yeah who cares because i mean lebron's gonna carry that team and they'll be fine i mean they have enough pieces around them i mean they can they'll, they'll be just fine um Hey, do you want to? Let's. I think since we're kind of running short on time here, we're going to skip the NCAA talk today, um, and we can touch on it next Real week. Quick, North Carolina much to just about. beat uh, Northeastern in the final. Yeah, maybe we'll take it. And Buckeyes are going ape shit right now. They're in the top four. Nobody, and they're nobody killing cares it. about Ohio State
1: basketball. Come on, you got it.
0: Come on, man. From miles, got it. Got to root for them. But um, so. We're going to dive deeply into – got uh, about 10 minutes here. We're going to kind of go over our Mount Rushmores. And, Max, since you asked me, again, our, our Mount Rushmore this week is going to be the top four, quote-unquote, available quarterbacks right now. So, um, including Matt Stafford, we're going to count him in just because he was recently traded. Um, so, I mean, you're thinking I, – I, I'll let you decide if you're going to put a couple of these guys in, but um, a lot of big names in that group, obviously. Um to me, you know, Stafford, Wentz, Watson, Trubisky, Goff, I guess you could say Russ, Sam Darnold. Um, I'm not saying A Rod. I think he's there for good, so I'm going to keep him off my list. Um, but my question for you is also, I'm saying this question because it is the GOAT Michael Jordan's birthday. Happy birthday, MJ. Gotta love him gonna Oh, the personal, GOAT, goat of the NBA? Uh, yes, always. <laughs> That's right. But, um, so my question for you, Max, so we're going to, uh, in honor of him, my question has to do with him. So okay. he had a lot of things called the shot, mm-hmm. and one of his biggest was his first one in 1989 to make it to the finals. Who was it against? 89.
1: That wasn't the Cavaliers and the ELO. That was
0: yes, me. it was. Shot over ELO's good balls, yes. balls.
1: Oh man, I, I, had to such, I had to. Ki- that was such a better Cavs team too. It really was.
0: I I had to kick myself in the nuts by talking about my Cavs, but I wanted to. I wanted to. I was going to ask you who he shot it over, but you just said his name, so you would have known that too. But um, all right. So I'm gonna let you lead off the Mount Rushmore.
1: So again, we're gonna do the Mount Rushmore of potentially available quarterbacks. Is that how we're gonna word this? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Russell Wilson Jr. the third.
0: I think I knew you're gonna put him in there.
1: I think there's enough there was enough headway with that with his comments where the Seahawks may kinda of chill out and see what happens with Deshaun Watson and be like, hey, we'll take three first round picks. Who wants Russell Wilson? So, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. and Because he's not truly on the trading block, I'm just going to go Russell Wilson first. Okay. Well,
0: I'm going to take a guy that's going to surprise you. I'm not going to take the Stafford boy, even though I like him a lot. I'm going to take Carson Wentz because I what? feel like – And, again, how this much is that, not – How much that idiot. bourbon you had? I only had one glass tonight. I'm trying to cut back a little bit. I got to work out in the morning, so didn't work out today. But uh, trying to get those gains, boy, but – I'm going to go Carson Wentz again. This is not in any order. So I have other guys that are higher on my list than him. But I still feel, and I've always felt, Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind he is. I think he's going to go wherever he goes and be an absolute monster. I would love to think see him in a Colts uniform. think he's got to go there. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And I think he's going to go there, and I hope he does, because I want him to go to a team where he has a chance to succeed. I don't want him to see him go to the Jets. And watching him go to the Colts would be fantastic, and would be a great, great opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Carson Wentz. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That means I'm up again. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna go ahead and take Dak Prescott because I don't know what's happening with him and the Cowboys. If he signs a franchise tag again, good for him, I guess he's still gonna make a lot of money. But you saw you saw his worth. He got injured last year. Totally different team. Granted, Dalton got COVID. He was out for three weeks, so they essentially lost their starter and their backup, and they were in the trash division in the NFC. But, I mean, he proved his worth last year, and he proved that they never should have signed Ezekiel Elliott to that contract because running backs can't carry a team in the NFL.
0: So, yeah. I'm going to – yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that I think that's I, – I mean, who knows what happens with Dak, but I think he'll be there. But um, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. <laughs> just kidding. <It's> not his, <laughs> Joe Burrow's got to go. He wants out of that piece of sh- – no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with the easy one. I'll go Deshaun Watson because obviously he's he wants to be gone. He's probably going to be gone. I don't know if that deal gets done soon rather than later. I think it might be around think, the draft I think it's got to get
1: done soon has to. I think
0: it has to get be done before the draft. But, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't get done before the draft, then you can expect him to be in a Texan uniform coming into week but one. It, That's how I feel, yeah. even if he's not in, even if he's not technically in uniform. Okay,
1: since we agree so much, I'll just add to your point real quick, not to jump on your pick of no, Watson. Sorry. But if you're the Texans and you want those first-round picks from somebody, take them this year. Get, get the first-round picks this year and use them. You don't want to wait another whole year – to get your first yeah, round, Unless, picked.
0: unless they don't like one of the quarterback. I mean, unless they say I want a quarterback next year. I mean, but even then, like, then you have to try to find a team that, that you think may not be that. Because that's the thing, like, you get, like, okay, so this, so say the Deshaun Watson trade happens and he goes to a team where they have a chance to win. Like, those first-round picks turn into late first-round picks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, They're not ideal. So, that that's where I, I bet you they're trying to work in a third team somehow. But, um, yeah, I don't know how that'll work out, but I mean I, I, I obviously think Deshaun Watson could go, you know, to a team like the Jets and kinda of be in the same scenario. But um yeah, it'll be interesting to see now. Obviously Miami talks were weird, but Tua I think will be the starter there. I don't think they're giving up on him. He looks he's too young to even that that would be that would be like the Josh Rosen move. Like, but, you know, but Josh Rosen was probably who you want, right? Young guy? No, uh, yeah, totally. But why would Miami make that trade? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me for Miami to give up a bunch of first-rounders when you have a quarterback that can get you to the playoffs. And they already have a team that can get them to the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. that's where the issue is. Like, now, do you think that quarterback – I got a buddy named Mike Pisani. Shout out for you. You always say draft picks don't matter as much. And if that's the case, okay, then, then that, that trade would have happened already. Deshaun Watson would be in a Miami Dolphin uniform. They would be working around him with free agency, and those first-round picks would be a null because at the end of the day, if you got your quarterback and you have your team, the first-round picks, whatever, just draft well in the second round. That's all you have to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that would have happened already if the Dolphins really wanted Watson. Um, You're up. All right. So
1: I think I'm going to leave Stafford off this list Uh, on my list anyway. I think I think top free agent guys, older guys over thirty two, you got Dalton, Newton, Fitzpatrick. I think I think if your team and you think Cam Newton's gonna come back and be what he was at the beginning of last year before he got COVID and play the way he did, then you bring him on. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Cam Newton pre COVID twenty twenty obviously that hit him way harder than anybody wants to take into account because before he got COVID, I mean, he was slinging the ball. He was running it. He was running New England's offense. They were playing well. He gets it. He comes back, loses a couple games. I mean, I I could see New England bringing him back, but they're also in a lot of different talks to get Jimmy G and some other guys there in New England. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with that. So, and kind of going off of that uh, a little bit on, on my pick, I guess not totally off of that, but in that same division, I'm going to Sam Darnold because uh, that's my third pick. I, like, I think Sam I like Darnold – th- you what? I like
1: that pick. I, th- yeah, I think you still got a lot of time
0: left. I do too. And I just don't think he's ever had the right – Scenario. I mean, when you have Adam Gase as your quarterback as your coach, it's just always been a disaster. I mean, he was a great coach apparently back when you know he had Peyton Manning. But I mean, you look at you look at the Jets; they've been horrendous. And if you can form a team around him, he doesn't look bad when he's out there. No. He's, he was clear. He was head and shoulders better than Joe Flacco this year. So yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you you get a decent team around him, and, and that's the thing. Like it depends on where he's gonna go. But I mean, who knows what can happen? I think he could easily go out there and sling the ball if he can stay healthy, for God's sakes. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think Sam Darnold could go out there, and you know, there's a lot of trade talk about him. So if not, they're talking about moving on from him. So um, yeah, I think you will see him start again, and I think we might see a lot of success out of him.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll say first team all Bro for you. I'll let you take Stafford. I'm gonna take Derek Carr with my last pick. Now, he's oh not God. the one that wants out of Vegas. It's like I, we talked about last week. Gruden always wants his guy. I want my guy. I want my guy here in Vegas. He, I think he wants to have somebody that it was his doing to bring them in. Him and Mike Mayock do it together. Supposedly their race, relationship is fantastic. I, I think they want their own guy. They inherited Derek Carr. I mean, sorry about his luck. He, he played decent last year. He wasn't bad. He didn't turn the ball over. He was learning Gruden's offense. I don't know. I don't think he played bad, and I think he can go help a team. And I think it goes back to that three-team three deal you're talking about that Houston may be looking into. I think they could bring the Raiders in.
0: I think the Raiders are making a huge mistake if they if they try to get rid of him. Even if they do get Deshaun Watson, no, they, they're going to give up way too much. They need to
1: solidify their defense before they do anything. But
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So my last pick is not going to be Stafford because I just wanted to keep him off this list because he's already on a team and he's not really available anymore. Um, my last pick is Ryan Fitzmagic. And I say that not to be a starter. I say it as he can start whenever you need him to. But he's the best team player around. He's going to help you coach. Yep. He's going to get the team ready, and I think he is the kind of guy. He's a McCown. He's a Josh McCown. You get him on your team, it's going to go well. So, he's my guy. I think he can go there and do big things wherever he goes, and I would love to see him play another year. Yeah, I
1: I don't hate that pick at all. I mean, I think yeah. even if he doesn't sign somewhere as a starter, you know you'll have a backup that can go in. Like, you mm-hmm. you have your relief pitcher, you have your backup. But, totally. and I've always liked Patrick wherever he's gone so
0: yeah well guys thanks for listening that's kind of gonna cover our, our podcast this week uh, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully get some comments this time we're gonna post this on all social media platforms please like share subscribe do whatever you guys got to do get our get get us out there we want to have some fun and get some more followers so we can get some more feedback I don't care about how many people listen? I don't care about any of that. I want to get some people interested in, in giving us feedback, giving us comments, letting us know what you think, and really giving us some good information to add. So, Max, you got anything to say? Uh,
1: my dad's basketball team has won their first tournament game, Play their second one tomorrow. Uh, old Timmy G's up to 604 wins all time, two more, and he'll be in the top ten. So,
0: yeah, Yeah, I like the Timmy G update every time.
1: All right, that's all I got this week. Like Aaron said, like and subscribe.
0: Well, we're going to try to get a special guest on either this next episode or the week after. So we'll work on that and see what we can do. And whenever we do that, we'll try to focus on, you know, exact um, related to that guest. So I'll see if uh, Tom Brady's available. I don't think he is this week. I think he had something to do. But um, yeah, no. But all right, everybody, thanks for listening and have a great rest of your week. And we'll.